from the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School. This is Career Talk on Business Radio. Here is your host, Dr. Don Graham. Let's get it going. Welcome to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here on Business Radio, and we are powered by the Wharton School, Sirius XM, channel 132. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, the phone lines are open. Dream Team in studio, Michelle and Dion taking your calls all hour long. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. I'm the career director for the Wharton MBA for Executives Program here in Philadelphia. I'm also a licensed psychologist and former corporate recruiter. And we are in the middle of Switcher Fest. Career Talk is doing a six-week special of advice for every kind of career switcher. We're covering military to transitions. We're covering incarceration to employment, plus lots of exciting giveaways. And we have two great guests in the studio today to continue with our Switcher Fest series. Bob and Marty are back in studio. Eight four four. 942-7866, you're going to want to get on the phone today because we have Marty Wolf, who's an executive coach and host of the Build Business Builder Show on C-Suite Radio and C-Suite TV. And Bob Courtright is a recruiting consultant and owner at Courtright and Associates with, Associates with 28 years of recruiting experience. And both are here all hour long, 844-942-7866. Welcome back to Career Talk. Thank you. Good to be here. Thrilled to be here. A lot of fun. So we're talking today about encore careers. And for those of you who have not heard that term, encore or twilight careers, this is the work you do in the second half of life that combines continued income, personal meaning, social impact. These jobs are often in the public sector, but sometimes they're starting your own business. Sometimes they're in health, education, so many different opportunities. But what we know are that more and more people after retirement are thinking, hey, I'm not ready to stop working. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. If you are in an encore career, or maybe you're considering an encore career, we'd love to hear from you. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So, so Bob and Marty, I want to kind of kick off with the idea of, of this encore career, because it, it's it's not something that's, that's necessarily new, but it's something that has only kind of become very commonplace in the last decade or so. So, um, do you guys know anybody who's done this? And yes, you take that, Bob, because you've been doing some research. So you take that, Bob. Yeah, it, it, I know a lot of people actually, and it surprised, it surprised me how many people I know that are in that. Now, Marty's much older than me, so I think he knows more oh, of those people. But geez, here <laughs> but we I, go. Marty, and you're both much line, older than me. Oh, so. the bad lines have been drawn. Yes, yes. yes this so. is live. We can't cut that out, can we? <laughs> <laughs> no. So I've seen a lot of it, and it's been interesting. It's been business executives. Um, State troopers, uh, people in, in, as you said before, I think the public and private sector. And so when I started thinking about it, I was amazed at how many people are involved in that. And I think for as many people as there are, there is many different situations. I I don't see a lot of the same things repeating themselves. So each person is an individual, and they have their own family things. They have their own, you know, prior professional things, and they have the, you know, what they're thinking of doing in the next life, which may or may not be connected to what they have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's pretty amazing when you talk to people, and we we are both a little older. Um, so, you know, we have these kinds of conversations, just like in my business. In just the last few years, the idea of succession planning came up with my clients because they're 40, 50, 60. So I know those are people who are in business, but they're also you know thinking, well, what are they going to do next if, in fact, they sell the business or if, in fact, they want to do something different? And, and this whole idea, use the word purpose, that's a big thing to a lot of people especially if you have the financial wherewithal to think about it that way. Because mm-hmm. there's a difference, Don, you know. If you if you get to that point, whatever the age that is, 50, 60, whatever, and you're starting to transition or you're thinking about that, your financial um, position, I'll say, is going to affect that. If you have to work, you're going to take a different viewpoint of you can have a choice mm-hmm. on what you're going to work on, right? And a lot of people, even before retirement, though, now are thinking, sure. I want more meaningful work, which is why switchers are becoming the new normal, as I say, because yeah. you know, people are waking up saying, wow, there's all of these new careers that it didn't even exist when I got on my career yeah. ladder, and they're, they're more exciting than what I'm doing, or I don't find any meaning in this, and if I'm going to spend 60 hours a week doing something, I want more than a paycheck. What yeah. I find in the recruiting business is that you get, you know, when you're 20s and 30s, you want to be president or whatever you want to do, you want to make all this money. And most of the people I come in contact with that are plus 50 and are looking at career, it rarely is about money. And, you know, I did that. That was fine. I have a standard living. Money is not a driver that it used to be when the people were younger. And that's almost everyone I deal with. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're listening to Switcher Fest on Career Talk Series XM Channel 132. We are taking our calls all hour long, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. Stream team in studio right now taking our phone calls. And we have crowd favorites, Bob and Marty in studio. <laughs> Marty Wolf is an executive coach and host of The Bill. Business Builder Show. And Bob Courtright is a recruiting consultant with 28 years of experience because you started when you were four. Exactly. And we're taking your calls today on Encore Careers, meaning if you're looking to retire, maybe you have retired, but you're not ready to stop working and you're trying to figure out what is your second act, we are here all hour long on Career Talk, taking your calls at 844-942-7866. So, Bob, as you mentioned, pretty much anything is is open to somebody who wants to do an encore career. And I've actually been talking to a lot of people who are in this stage, and their first question to me is, like, I have no idea how to even figure out what to do now. Right. And Marty mm-hmm. brought up something we were talking earlier, and, and Marty st- said the first thing is don't panic. And <laughs> when, he, when he told me that, I have a very good friend who just retired in June. And um, so I talked to him, and I said, you, you know, in the summer you're not doing anything. You're just going to have fun. And he was thinking he really didn't want He didn't need to get back into the wor- workforce. And um, I had said to him, just relax. Don't do anything till the end of the year. You got you have family, you have other interests. Don't do anything. Let it come to you. Things will come to you. Uh, and the other thing I've noticed, and this will happen to him. I don't know if it's happened already, but our favorite topic of networking. What happens with with a lot of people that I know? They they almost forget or don't realize the network they have. So what will happen whether they want it or not? Their network's coming back to them. And mm-hmm. they're going to offer them all over the place. Usually, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They most people are, especially if they've been in a career forever, uh, twenty, thirty years. Now, again, they may be in the same industry, and uh, but their network exists. And I think that's where, just like your book, Switcher says, you know, guess what? You are going to get older. This is going to come. So it's like everything you've already been. You talk about all the time on career talk is 
you know what, you're going to get older, you're going to turn 50, 60, you know, start thinking about these things, start planning for these things. I don't, I'm probably harp on it too much in this, in this show, but, you know, plan for those finances so that, in fact, you have more. Money doesn't necessarily make you happy, but it certainly gives you options. Mm-hmm. Right? Well said. Yeah. Well said. So, so be thinking about this. If you're 50 and you're happy with your present job, uh, cool. But really understand what's going on in your, in your industry. Understand what's going on in the rest of the world because guess what? Uh, you may come a time where someone where the boss walks in and says, you know what? We are eliminating that division. We are eliminating your position. That's going to happen uh, or some variation of that. Or, in fact, you know, there's a retirement time. The best thing is to do what you want to do when you want to do it. That takes planning. I was going to say, how do we do that? How yeah. do we do that, Marty? That's, that's, a, Marty's, that's, that's a Marty's next book. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that takes planning. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's the networking. We're oversimplifying it. But it's, you know, you got to think of these things. Um, and, and yeah, you know, your so-called hobby, uh, some people think they're, they're, uh, they're an entrepreneur. They only have a hobby because they're not making money on it. But if you, in fact... Uh, love whatever you love golf and you you want to spend your time around golf courses then there's a million things you can do to hang around golf courses and have a part-time career mm-hmm. and or manage that if you've been in the hospitality industry and you're good but you've been in the hospitality industry with the with whatever you know the marriott chain you say look at my local country club really needs a new manager well mm-hmm. you could be 50 years old get a club membership dine out regularly and make money what's not to like yeah, 844-942-7866, 844-WHARTON. We are here with crowd favorites, Bob and Marnie, who are talking about encore careers. So what to do in that second act, maybe after you retire. If you've done this, we'd love to hear from you. 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Switcher Fest on Career Talk. We're doing six-week series of all types of switches, incarceration to employment, military to civilian, absence from the workplace, and coming back. So if if you are a switcher or you're thinking about being a switcher, we want to hear from you. If it's Thursday noon Eastern, we're live, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So let's keep talking about this idea of what to do next, because I, I think that's the key thing. You brought it up, Marty, is like, okay, first, what are you interested in? What, are you, what do you like to do? And then how do you match your skills to it? A lot of people, even though we, hear, we talk about this a lot in the show, you know, don't look to, for jobs to apply to on the internet, even as as somebody in their twilight career, they look to do this. They're like, what is out there for me? And I'm going to just flat out say, don't even start there. Don't bother. Don't <laughs> Don't even bother. bother. Don't yes. waste your time. Yes, I agree. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One, because we don't know if all the jobs online are even real or, you know, there's a lot of competition for them. But let's just get real. Let's get real for a minute on Career Talk. There's, there's age bias. Definitely. I I, I I was thinking it, but I wasn't sure if I should say it. Well, I there said it. There is age I bias. This happened on the, on, on the way down here. I got, I got a call, and I told Marty, I, as a recruiter, I said to the client, I know what you're going to say, uh, overqualified, but don't do it because of this reason or that reason, and they, sh- they shut the guy down, and it was and he was an, And he was a quote-unquote older gentleman. Yeah, and it was, it was age bias, mm-hmm. unfortunately. There's no question about it. Yeah. So, so how do you overcome that? Well, again, it's, I hate to keep saying the same thing, but you've got to think about this. You've got to plan about this. You've got to think about it. You've got to go to a... And as early as possible, talk to others that maybe are in a space that you're comfortable with or you, or, you, or you want to be more comfortable. You want to learn more about. I mean, there's so many opportunities 
on, on you know. And, and by the way, if you're not on LinkedIn, anybody listening, you get on LinkedIn. Can I say, like, I, I'm shocked at the number of people who are not on LinkedIn. I, I don't get paid by LinkedIn. I don't. I don't even. I didn't even buy stock in LinkedIn, which I probably should have bummer. at some point. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Did you, Marty? Because, uh, no, bummer on my part too. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, we should talk, but. Um, <laughs> I am shocked, and I know people resist it, and and it's not even just LinkedIn. I mean, I hate to say this too, but you really do have to understand and get on social media. And I'm not saying every single thing. You don't have to open a Snapchat, but you do have to start getting comfortable here because for better or worse, this is where the world is moving. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's just stay on LinkedIn for a minute because even if you're in the early stages – there is educational opportunities. You're going to learn. It's just not connecting. There's networking part of it is great, but there's different things you can you can learn. You can you can attend webinars that are webinars that are announced on LinkedIn. There's there's uh, articles that come on that are that will relate to you, mm-hmm. and it's it's part of the education. You'll learn about something that you're already in. You'll learn more about, or you'll learn. Um, you know something that you want to get better at, whatever that is, and and you're not going to walk from. I want to do something, and next week I'm going to start this whole new career. It, it doesn't happen. No. Well, I think again, when people retire, they're not going to stop learning. So that continual uh, learning is absolutely. is critical. The other thing, if there's one common thread that I've seen with the people I know so far, is that they do want to give back, and they have a world of experience, and in, and the world needs this experience. So I know, um, you know, you can put certain expertise on LinkedIn and then people will come to you, maybe ask you questions and all that. And I think that's another area where I I have some friends that said, hey, I I looked at a business plan or two. I made some comments and that's great. And sometimes the the businesses want these people to get involved. They said, no, I'll I'll just help out here. But that's one of the things you can do if you're looking at helping out. I think most good people are. And I always say, again, unfortunately, I don't get paid by LinkedIn either. That's a travesty but um there's better utility in linkedin than anything else so if you can get on there and use your expertise and help people out you will help a lot more people out and get a lot more done there than than even face to face and if anybody is thinking well can i really do this because you maybe not have had not had to do this i'm looking at some you know bob and i did a lot of research um because neither one of us are that old that we're concerning about this but for example one study (laughs) showed that 40 percent of people working at age 62 had changed careers had changed careers since they turned from 55 i got i messed that up 40 percent of the people working at age 62 had changed their careers several times after they were 55 Mm -hmm. so they're changing careers Mm -hmm. it's careers or it's self-employment or whatever it is it's happening you know yeah and i would say in the recruiting business as it relates to this and switchers everyone i know goes through what i call midlife career crisis between their 30s and their 60s you wake up one day and say i don't want to do this anymore but i don't want to retire maybe i could switch over to something else or as marty said before you walk in and the head of company says well this division's gone have a nice life so it, it's either internal or it's forced on you. You have to, you know, deal with making a switch, really. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes through that. And that's one of the reasons why the book is so good, because I think really every professional will go through something like that. Either it happens, as I said, internally, or someone comes to them and says, you're, you're done, have a nice life, we don't want to see you anymore. Yeah, I think you just need to read the newspapers or pay attention to any kind of news source around business, and you see mergers, acquisitions, you see stores closing, you see a lot of things moving online, you see you know, companies that are completely reforming themselves into something more digital or automated, mm-hmm. you see globalization, you see all of this stuff happening, and 
no matter what your job is, you have to say, how does this relate to me? At some point, it's Absolutely. going to impact you. And as much as we're all tired at the end of the day, and the last thing we want to do is maybe learn a new skill or go on LinkedIn and network, this is your security. This is like investing in your retirement to some extent is putting is. your time into this. Absolutely is. You know, while you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, your mental state of mind, you're the psychologist, so you can address this better than, than, than myself, but your state of mind as you are, we'll say, maturing and as things are happening, as you're paying attention to the world world around you, you may be in a state of denial a little bit. Well, this is never going to happen to me. Well, it's happening to millions of people. So, you know, you may want to, your mental state of mind and learning new things and saying, well, okay, I want to be ready when or if something uh, doesn't go the way I expected it. Mm -hmm. And the only way you do that is, you know, you, you listen to podcasts, you listen to career talk, you read the books, you, you, you do all those kinds of things that are readily available. This mm -hmm. isn't hard. It takes time, but it's not hard. Yeah, create a plan. Spend Say I'm going to spend a half hour each weekday doing something, and it can be anything. Maybe you're having coughing with a new person. Maybe you're, you're creating your profile on LinkedIn if you don't have one. Maybe you're learning a new system. It doesn't matter, but you have to kind of train your brain to yeah. do this so that stretching becomes the place where you feel more comfortable. Otherwise, time's going to pass, and you're going to feel like, wow, I've, I, it's too late to catch up. And it's yeah. not too late. We're here to it's help you. 844-Wharton, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk. We are in the middle of Switcher Fest, and we have crowd favorites, Bob and Marty, in studio, which is very fun. Um, and you might have noticed that, that Marty's got that great radio voice. So well, you should definitely check out his uh, business builders show. I've practiced before <laughs> on, I came on. I on C Suite Radio, <laughs> because there's as we're talking about continuous learning, there is a lot of great advice that that goes on in that show. So you want to check it out. Thank you. And then Bob Courtright, who is here with 28 years more than that of experience, because he started when he was four, mm -hmm. and he owns Courtright and Associates, executive recruiter. Lots of great information. If you've always wanted to talk to an executive recruiter and you have questions to ask, today is the day. If it's Thursday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, we are here on Career Talk 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Don Graham. It's so easy. Okay, so we're talking a lot about, about age bias. The other thing I like about being creative in a, a, an encore twilight career is that you can get around age bias. So when you create your own thing... You, this is my mantra. You do not have to wait to be chosen. You don't even have to wait to retire. You can start creating your own thing. The internet, social media, I mean, there's so many free tools, resources that you can just get out there and start building something now. Yeah. Um, that's absolutely reinforced that a million times. Continue to say that because start now. And again, people, some people are, are uh, you know, are, feel a little overwhelmed by this it's not what you should be looking at doing them if it's a mind shift to say look at even if you want to think about maybe creating your legacy well to create your legacy if you're older and you're thinking about that and if you finish a career without being in decent financial shape um, you need to be able to switch to something new so start learning about that now you know the other thing getting out of your comfort zone if you've never been to the opera go to the opera if you've never done something, go to something that stretches you really. And, you know, that'll strengthen your muscle to continue to learn something new. 
That very, makes sense, Bob? Very good point. Please say yes. Yes. Okay, yes, sir, you. Marty. Yes. Uh, have you been to the opera, Bob? Oh, I go all the time. Okay, well, then you, you have to pick something I else. I have to pick something. I have to go to a, I don't know, a road racer. Okay, or a, yeah. a, I don't know. Go to NASCAR. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big yeah. truck rally or something. Yeah, yeah. I have to go. Yeah. But the, the, as, a, as a recruiter, I believe the best people I recruit are continual learners and they're frustrated. So why, you know, why is that? They're, they don't feel like they're allowed to do what they know or grow. And so, and, and they're always learning. So I'll say to my clients, um, you have a particular job description, and they have five must-haves, let's say. And I'll say, okay, so you're telling me two years from now, those are going to be must-haves, nothing's going to change. And they'll say, no. I said, that's correct. So what do you want? You want, you, you want someone who knows the basics of the job and someone who's adaptable, a continual learner. So when I look at the best clients or the best candidates, I, I want to see that they went through some sort of adaptations. They, they you know, they learn to change. Uh, they learn to adapt. So you know, when you're as an employer, you bring someone in. You you you're not going to know the future. So you want someone who's been through uncertain times and they've learned how to deal with it and they've come out, you know, doing well with it. So the continual learning part. I, I like that in an employee and in a candidate. And if you're doing that, some of it's going to be in your discipline, but really some of it shouldn't be. I mean, I kid around. I tell people I live outside my comfort zone. I don't even know where my comfort zone is anymore. Yeah. Because I don't I'll, want to. I'll validate I that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where we're going after there, time. There's certain authorities that would agree with you on that, and we'll, yeah. we'll just leave that alone for now. Yeah. But yeah, I live outside there, mm-hmm. and it's and it's fun. Um, and I've learned a lot by doing that. Let me jump in. Can I jump in? Jump in. You're the host, so I want to seek permission. I was with my friend Joe Batista, who wrote a great book. It's called Pragmatic Passion. And uh, it's probably a great book to recommend. I probably just did. I didn't mean to do that. But <laughs> Pragmatic Passion. Uh, it's a great book. And it's about transitioning, you know, uh, in addition to stitcher, uh, stitcher, uh, switchers. Excuse me. Switchers. <laughs> Switchers, I'll say that right. And, and, and Wait, his, did you write another book? Was it Stitchers? Yeah, I'm, I'm it's, sorry. Stitchers. I got, so, Stitchers. I got so excited about my point, I forgot what the heck I was saying. You know, so, That's so move two. on, Don. First you switch, then you stitch. <laughs> Depending on what you got to do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I, I lost my point. There you go. Joe so you went Batista. outside your comfort zone. Nothing like book. live radio. Joe, you know, live your podcast. buddy Joe Batista. Joe Batista. Yeah, but I don't know the point I was making. Oh, okay. well, I'm a old. Good book. This happens to older people. See, this is what we're saying. That's what we're saying. Please plan. And and the fact is it takes about 18 months. There's stats on this to between retirement and finding that encore career on average. So you do have to ah. think about it. Okay. Okay. Mar- I'm Marty, ready. Marty's snapped he, in back his in. his book, and okay. this is this is a good suggestion. I got it. Thank, thank you. He he talks about having, he calls, he uses the phrase pragmatic passion. Have a pragmatic passion partner. Meaning that if you're thinking in the early stages or you're worried about what you're going to do for the future, find a partner, someone close to you in age or someone who you can relate to. Start talking about these things. Maybe it's somebody who's already good on social media that you know. Say, well, sit down and talk. Meet with them on a regular basis. What are you doing? How are you doing? What are you reading? What blogs are you uh, reading? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, finding a partner or a group of people, not in a formal way, is a good way to start transitioning. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love that idea. Hey, you're listening to Career Talk. We are in the middle of Switcher Fest. So we are talking about encore careers today. If you have had an encore career, if you're thinking about an encore career, or if you've never heard the term encore career and you missed the first part of the show and you want to call in and ask what the heck is an encore career and why do I need to know, you can give us a call all hour long, 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. We have Bob and Mari here who are ready to answer your calls all hour long, 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. 
844-942-7866. So, so here's the, uh, the thing. A surprising 60% of U.S. workers end up being forced to retire earlier than planned. And for some, it's a matter of getting laid off. For some, it's failing health or having to care for, for somebody else. But if you're not thinking about this, maybe you've got a plan in mind. I'm going to work till 70. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. You really need to be thinking about building your retirement, not waiting for something to happen, but actively taking the bull by the horns and creating something. And here's the thing. You have the power to do this right now, right here, Absolutely. today. Right. And if you're not sure what you want to do, clarity comes through action. And this is what I always say. If you're not sure, talk to people. Go out and, and try something. Volunteer. Do a project at work. Join a team at work that's doing something that's completely outside of what your day job is. Because the more you do, the more you learn and the better opportunity you have to figure out your next step. 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. We're here with Bob and Marty for Switcher Fest, and we are going to go to our pre-break quiz. Quiz? There's a quiz? Okay. People with this trait are able to see better underwater... And are more likely to suffer from insomnia and allergies. People with this trait are able to see better underwater and are more likely to suffer from insomnia and allergies. Think you know, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 132. We'll be right back. You're listening to Career Talk. On Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School. Here again is Dr. Don Brand. Welcome back to Career Talk, your career insider. We are here on Sirius XM Channel 132, you're listening to Switcher Fest on Career Talk. Six weeks of shows dedicated to switchers. And as a special for our listeners, we have a listener only promo. If you like Audible and audiobooks, you can get switchers on downpour.com, D O W N P O U R.com for half price if you just use the code DP Switchers. All during Switcher Fest. So you just apply the promo code, hit checkout, and you are good to go. If you'd like to hear a free audio chapter, you can also get that on my website, dawnoncareers.com. You're listening to Career Talk Series XM, channel 132. We are here with Bob and Marty, crowd favorites, taking your calls all hour long, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. And Marty, how can people reach you and your fabulous show? Uh, go to Marty Wolf Business Solutions. You'll see that. Uh, Wolf is spelled W-O-O-L-F-F, and you'll see the show. Marty Wolf Business Solutions.com. Business Builders Radio, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite TV. And Bob, how can people reach you? Find your favorite social media site, and I'll be there. And if not, find another one and tell me to get on that your favorite media site or social media site. So yeah, I'm all your, over. Your Twitter, your Twitter's, I like your Twitter handle because it's very short, but it's also a little hard to remember. Yes. Well, <laughs> but it, it I pops guess I'll up, be, though. I guess I'll be adjusting that. Yeah. yeah, it's a 
it's very short. So it's it's what is it? R R J C X R J C X. Yes. R J C. Short Twitter handle is a good thing. Eight four four Wharton eight four four nine four two seven eight six six. And just in case you missed the pre-break quiz question, people with this trait are able to see better underwater and are more likely to suffer from insomnia and allergies. Here's a hint. 30 million Americans share this trait. 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866 if you think you know. So today we're talking all about Encore careers, those careers that you do in the second half of your professional life. So it could be something you do that's charitable. It could be something that you create your own business. There's so many opportunities, but more and more Americans are working longer and looking to do something that has mission and purpose. So one of the things I was researching is going back to school. And an interesting tip that I found is that if you had set up a 529 plan for your children or grandchildren and there's still money in that account, you can use it for your own education, even if you're not pursuing a degree. So let's talk a little bit about going back to school because the the over 50 crowd is actually one of the largest growing uh, groups of people who are returning to school. Mm. So I, I think this is really interesting. And I mean, and there's a lot of benefits to this. We talk about networking. One, you're going to meet a ton of people. Sure. And we talked about continuous learning. So that's, that's another thing that you're going to do. But I mean... There's so many aspects of this, and, and you kind of can re- recreate yourself. Absolutely. Sure. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, I, I believe that, um, again, when you're at that stage, when you're young, you're going to school and say, I have to go to school. I'm going to get this degree. I'm going to learn a lot. I'm going to make a lot of money because of this degree. And over, over 50 or over 60, whatever age it might be, you're saying to yourself, okay, what maybe had I had some interest in, and I never really pursued it. And let me do this now for me. And people are serious about it, and you know I know a few people that do it, and it's it's uh, very beneficial. Gives them something to do. Gives them again. You're, you're living out. They're living outside their comfort zone a little bit because, for the most part, they're not going back into something they did. They say, let me do something, mm-hmm. look at something completely different, yeah. and it's just you know, just a way of growing and keeping your mind working. Again, even when you retire, your, your mind's not going to shut down. You want to keep yeah. learning. Yeah, they're, they're, it's much more intentional. They're going back primarily for a purpose. And again, they may not have actually finished their degree. Ideally, they do. But they're going to learn something new, and it's very intentional. They're not there wondering what they're going to do. They're usually there for a purpose. Am I right? You're Mm -hmm. in education. You probably know that better than I do. I'm yeah, I think a lot of people go there to kind of figure things out, like what's next, and and there's yeah, so that, many opportunities. Well, you talk cool. to people, yeah. you talk to faculty, you see new research that's going on. I mean, you're just exposed to so much, especially if you if you go to a campus. Of course, you can also do online; that works as well. But if you go to a campus, there's I mean, the library. There's so many things happening, and you know, in some areas, residents who are 60 and older can get tuition waivers and go to class sure. for free. So, I mean, if you, you need to explore some of these things in your area because if you're you're one of those people who say, I want to do something and I don't know what it is, this could be a That'd great be place great. to start. That's a great, great idea. Yeah. So, and, and Marty, a lot of people also say that when I retire from my corporate job, I want to start my own gig. And, you know, this could be a great thing. And this could also, this could mean just being a consultant and doing kind of a solopreneur thing, or it could be, I want to actually start a business or I want to buy a franchise. What are some of the things people should consider if they're, they're, they're going that route? Well, first of all, uh, the stats say that the high-growth companies are started uh, by people 45 and older. The myth of being these wild, high-growth company owners of being 20 to 25 is not accurate. 
high-growth companies are started and managed and grown with people 45 and 50 years old. Why? Because they have more life experiences. They're, they're generally speaking, more intelligent, emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. They know how to handle an investor better. They know how to work with employees better. So so the question is, again, what, what do you want to do, you know, and what's the right business? Well, first of all, I see, you know, again, in my world, a lot of folks are spending time and in in, in staying with their company for a period of time, and they may want to, that company may want to reduce costs. A lot of people are saying, I'm leaving the company, but I'd like to stay with the company, and I know that there's contract opportunities. Mm-hmm. I know there's consulting opportunities. Start that dialogue because uh, dialogue, there's huge opportunities. They may want to offload that uh, that cost, you know, but going to uh, consult with that company and if you're inside of the company, you may already know that, um, you know, they need help in Nashville, Tennessee. Well, if you love music, you know, pursue that and, and go after that and learn what you need to learn. Can I tag on to that? Because sure. I think that's one of the, the the best ways to transition, too. You might go part-time with your company and, you know, create the idea of a portfolio career. Portfolio careers are becoming more and more common. And what that is is that you just earn your income from a lot of different sources. So a lot of people have maybe two or three days yeah. they stay at their former company and then they start creating these other opportunities, whether it's consulting or landscaping or whatever it is to kind of fill in those other hours. Absolutely. And, yeah. that, and that's a win-win because the organiza- organizations aren't looking at anyone new. They know what they have. They have a good person and they're maybe just have them for a little less time. The person's, everyone's winning in that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. If you do go into business, though, don't do it like you're 20 years old and just rely on your passion. Well, I'm passionate about, I'll keep using flowers. That's what's in my brain for some reason. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, you know, you're passionate about that. Well, you don't necessarily can make money on that. You know, you have to think about that. So think about it, to use Joe Batista's phrase, have pragmatic passion. You've got to think about that, plan for that. If you need money to do that, you've got to organize because you don't want to start want to start something and, and have it fail quickly. You're mature. You should know enough to get help, seek advice, your finances. Are you healthy enough mm-hmm. physically and emotionally? Are you healthy enough? Have you not taken care of yourself for the last 55 years and all of a sudden you want to work 16 hours a day, seven days a week? You, you're not... You won't be able to keep that up. In a flower shop. That is hard work. In a flower shop or anywhere. for You're yeah. an IT department, wherever, you know. Right, Bob? I mean, yeah. health part of it is important. Oh, without a doubt. And uh, Marty and I discussed this before. Unfortunately, I think we all know people who have retired, and, and they really didn't have a plan. They didn't have much to do. And it's amazing how they start getting some health issues. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a number of times. Yeah. And there's got to be a correlation with not having something to do and, and somewhere to go and have your energy focused in mm-hmm. an area. If it's not focused, you, you may be thinking inward negative i i don't know yeah but being I more know, sedentary yeah and what i've seen with people uh, starting your own business two things one is if you were a small business person and you knew how to bootstrap and and you knew where the dollars and cents were coming from that's one thing so if you're starting a business um you know you understand that why well, i caution some of my friends uh, who i've spoken to who maybe came from larger organizations and they didn't know what it was like to change the copier paper or you know what happens when the modem doesn't work you know little things that they had other people do for them so I, I caution those people you know every nickel's coming out of your pocket now even though you thought you were responsible for a budget this is directly coming out of your pocket yeah so you better understand you're going to understand the nickels and dimes now where you may finances baby yeah yep. 
Yeah, and we're not, and I don't want to get too deep into finances, but it's such an important point because if you retire before a certain age, sixty-five, you have to deal with health benefits, and that's that could be really challenging before Medicare kicks in. Uh, so you have to think about sure. that. I, I researched the average business to start up costs about ten thousand dollars of investment, so you may not be making money initially. You may be putting more money out than getting money back, and, and you know, and a lot of these things actually can be avoided. Like everyone runs out and gets business cards and does all kind of the fun stuff, but that's that's really That's that's not the business. You should get business cards. But if you're thinking about doing this, SCORE is a good option because they offer free advice to people who are starting business. And it's SCORE, S-C-O-R-E, I think, .org. And it it stands for something something of retired somethings. Yeah. Senior (laughs) whatever. I can't. Senior corporate. Whatever that was. Retired. Yeah, retired executive is the Exa- ZRE. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. I don't know what the SCO is. But, and uh, the other thing, if you're over 55, <laughs> you're already being inundated with the information from AARP or or AMAC. You're being inundated with that stuff. Um, and, and I'm over 55, so I see that. What? But there are... There are all kinds of information coming through there in terms of the entrepreneurship and, and how to transfer to a new career or a new job. There's, there's all kinds of information. So that's one place. And let me throw this in quick. There is huge opportunities in the basic fields, like, for instance, accounting. Mm-hmm. There is a huge demand for accountants, mm-hmm. huge demand. If you've done, spent any time in that field, you, you are valuable to someone and search that out. Yeah, especially seasonally, too. Oh, if you wanted yes. to just work seasonally, Absolutely. you say, I'm going to work January through through May, and then I'm going to take the rest of the year off. Yeah. I mean, there are so many ways to be creative. So please, please do not make your first stop one of the big job sites because no. look at yourself and think about what do I have to offer? Can I address that for a second? Because I, um, I guess that was a yes. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I don't. I may have mentioned this last time. I, I, I came up with a short article that said, if you want a job, don't send the resume. It's a waste of time, just like you said. And I t- tell people there's probably 100 reasons. I know 10 why jobs on the Internet are not real. Mm-hmm. And and don't expect a call. You're not getting a call. You're not getting a response. So when you're looking at that opportunity, it's networking. I want to work at XYZ Company. I don't, need, I don't care if they have a job. Find someone who can connect you with someone at XYZ Company and start a conversation. And if you have skills, and I think, I think as you point out, you're not in there to tell them how smart you are. You're telling, you're telling that prospective employer how they can add value to your company. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the whole aspect of uh, networking to find what you want and not just sending stuff or sending a resume. Resumes are important, but I think people overstress on them. If you have a contact delivering your resume, it's already considered a good thing. Yeah, or you can create an opportunity. You can look at a business and say, hey, I see a gap and maybe you need somebody to come in for three months. Maybe we need to create an orientation program. Or, I mean, there's so many things you could just take initiative and do. And sure, not all of them are going to work out. And yes, life's not fair. You're going to get rejected. You're going to get told you're overqualified. We don't need you right now. But the more you put out there, the more these seeds are going to start to take root and grow. And that's what it's all about. 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. We're here with Bob Courtright and Marty Wolf, who are talking about Encore Careers. And we're talking all about resources. If you're thinking about finding a second act in your professional life and you're not sure to where to get started, you are on the right channel, Sirius XM, channel 132. I'm your host, Dr. Don Graham. And 
you can call us all hour long, 844-WHARTON, 844-942-7866. So, um, Marty, you mentioned AARP, and they have a, a section of their website called Great Second Careers Website, which is something that people can check out. There's also another great website, Encore.org, and they have things like Encore Fellowships, and they match people with, with different opportunities. And then, you know, if you're if you're looking to get really creative, I found a very fun website called CoolWorks. Dot com and it's a job board that is for adventure seekers and mm. it was originally created 20 years ago for um, you know maybe college kids in transition but what the founder discovered was that more and more people who are in their their twilight careers were seeking these out you know they wanted to go be a bartender in Costa Rica or they wanted to go work sure. on a dude ranch in you know Wyoming and and it just has a lot of really like creative careers and so this is what we're saying about getting out there and thinking about what is what is my interest and how can I create a career out of this yeah so, it's I'm sorry no yeah, well, it's, you know, the the phrase that's commonly used is it's now a gig economy. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, they're part-time things. There's, there's all these, you know, tremendous opportunities. Another thing that LinkedIn or even blogs, I mean, find two or three interests. Just don't even narrow your focus. Cover two or three or four different topics. You know, find out what people are blogging. What are they talking about? You know, listen to a podcast that's related to two or three different things, areas that you, you'll find that somebody, even during a blog, they'll write something, you'll say, wow, that was interesting. Let me connect with the person who wrote that blog. Mm-hmm. You're networking, but you're doing it in a very nice way. You just, you just got to keep moving forward. Well, I, I think to uh, add to that, as with when people are looking for jobs, the combination, and again, I don't do anything, I don't explain to anyone to do anything that I don't do, and the combination of melding social media and face-to-face is critical. Um, so you can do that. And what you said and whatever you're doing, there's a way of hooking up somewhere in social media and then getting a face-to-face. And I think both of the, when, you, when you do both of those together, I, I think you can really get the best results. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Bob, you, have a, you do a course called Intentional Networking. Right. Can you talk more about that and, sure. and the purpose of that? Well, first off, thank you to Marty because he coined the word. I just wanted to do something, and he came up with the word and developed the whole criteria. You guys are such criteria. a good team. We are. You I come are... up with the ideas, and he does the work. It works really well. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but the intent. What you know? What we would see is that people would tell other people you have to network, and no one knew what that was. You go to a, a chamber of event and you hand out business cards, and invariably, what happens is people get frustrated because they don't get results. So we talked about training people how to do that, and Marty came up with the intentional networking uh, name. And so we look at what they want, and we'll post, here, I want to do these five things or get these five things out of networking. And I don't like this, but he always guarantees that we'll give success. Those guarantees drive me nuts. But he does it, and, uh, and when they come in every week or when we talk to them, we'll say, okay, how are we doing with this? And so there's some, uh, you know, the, the, the networking uh, effects won't happen immediately but you have to see results, and you have to see at least some progress. And that's what we do when we teach the course. What are you looking for? Here's what we're going to do to get you there. It's not sales, as we always talk about. Sales is sales. Networking is building, as you know, building relationships that at some point something good could happen. And um, Marty will let me speak a little bit about some of the personal things because uh, we and it's you know focused on business, but uh, I always give examples of what personal networking has done for me, and they're just as good as the uh, the business results. Yeah, and based on the inspiration that you provided us here, we're actually going to start a course. We're already talking about this for over fifty. 
wow. folks in okay. intentional networking. Because we say, like, wait a minute, we've missed this. Don reminded us of this. And this, there's huge numbers out there. Probably going to have something. We're aiming to have something up online in the first quarter. Well, I look forward to seeing that. And You're I will definitely be retweet it. it. Oh. We're already recruiting you. So Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Are our lawyers out there to sign the documents <laughs> in the hallway? We'll get those done before right. we leave here today. Are, are we accomplishing what you want to set out to do here, Don? Look yeah. at your notes. Are we no, doing okay? No, this is fantastic. I'm going to put a challenge out to out to our listeners. Um, and it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't care if you're, you're looking at an encore career or not. Here's my challenge to you related to networking. I want you to, to do an experiment. Pick, pick a time frame. Pick pick three weeks, pick three months. And what I want you to do is just to to create an, a networking strategy for yourself. And it could be, all right, um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to go on LinkedIn for 10 minutes a day and scroll through and like or, or connect with somebody. It could be that I'm going to reach out to dormant contacts. And I think this is particularly important for the mm. the encore career crowd yep. because here's the thing you've worked in so many places you probably have people you know from your alma mater neighbors you used to live oh. by that you, you've lost touch with people who were in your live in, lives in different ways and i want you to start making a plan of, of writing down all these people you want to reconnect with over the next two months and here's the beauty of it it's the holidays so here's wow. a perfect perfect time Excellent. to just say hey i came across you on linkedin or hey you popped into my mind remember when we used to live together on elm street or hey remember that party we went to with no other reason than just reaching out because i promise you if you do this from now until december 31st if you create this plan your life will change in ways that i can't even you're so right that is such great advice and to just add to something that was beautiful that you said, think about your alumni buddies and friends all through, all over the country, literally all over the world, that are anxious to hear from you. So, in addition to that, just think about your alumni, you know, from well, schools. I, I think, although Marty is brilliant, that might have been the take-home point of this whole session here. Yeah, just what you solid. said, I really believe that. And one of the things I also deal with outplacement, and I talk to people about you have a network. A network, you have to expand your network. But I think people are hesitant, and they think they're bothering people in their network. And I said, listen, I've learned this. I'm kind of cynical, so I didn't believe it. But what I learned is if people in your network, they really do want to help you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's religious reasons. I don't know if it's karma. I don't know. It might be ego. I don't know. I'm not that smart. I don't know why it is. But I know the facts are that if someone is in your network, they want to help you. But for some reason, we think we're bothering people. And that's just not true. And here's the thing. You read all these books now that as much as we're all connected, we have 3,000 contacts here and 800 contacts here. We are lonely. Humans are getting lonelier. So I'm going to do this with you. All my listeners, I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to start looking through my contacts and I'm going to reach out to people I have not spoken with, not talked to, not connected with in years. I'm going to say decades, but that makes me sound older than I am. (laughs) Kidding. Um, I can say decades. Um, But I'm going to do this with you, and I'm going to do this through December 31st, and I'm going to report back on some of the the miracles that start happening. Because I I can't promise that those are going to happen, but I know I've seen it happen. And I would love to hear from listeners who do this, too. If you take this challenge and you start reaching out to people, maybe you write a, 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 a LinkedIn testimonial for somebody, a LinkedIn recommendation for somebody out of the blue. How cool would that be for that person? Maybe you go on and you like some of their skills. Maybe you just reach out and you say, you know, I haven't seen you since that time we were in Vegas, and we won't say more about that. We want you to do this because 
I guarantee your life will change, maybe your professional life, maybe your personal life, but in ways you cannot even imagine. 844-WARDEN, 844-942-7866. You're listening to Career Talk on Sirius XM 132. And we got to answer our pre-break quiz. Speaking of great advice, brilliance <laughs> Go here. For it. I know. <laughs> You're laughing at me, not with me. I, know. I think I have an answer. <laughs> okay. I have one too. But, but we'll wait for anybody. I'll wait till I'm called on. Yes. All right. All right. Dion, people with this trait are able to see better underwater and more likely to suffer from insomnia and allergies. What do you think? Better than perfect vision. Well, that makes sense. But you know, my answers never make sense. Damn it. Find my he didn't even have it ready. I thought that was the best answer I've ever heard. That's a great I mean, answer. I mean, it's probably true, but I don't know about the insomnia and allergies part. Well, I didn't know about that part either, but I was just going with it. He was going with it. All right. 30 million Americans, Michelle. I'm going to say, oh, that seems... Isn't that like 10% of America? Is that right? We don't do math on career All talk. Right. You should yes. know that. I'm impressed, Dion. I'm going to say too. green eyes. Ooh, see? I love that, right? So unrelated. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's, it's wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was going along the lines of both of them. I, I was going to say lighter eyes, light colored eyes. But yeah, you get another guess now. Michelle yeah. took yours. I Darker like, eyes. I feel like it. it, it, it I don't know. It, color it's, blindness. It, it, it's got nothing to do with eyes. Does it doesn't. It? it really no. doesn't. No, nothing. Started, to, but thank you. Me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Actually, it has nothing to do with any of those things, oh. which is why it's so random. I don't know. An extra I, chromosome. I, I no. Went, I, I went the eyes an, thing, and I was wrong. Total. A gluten deficiency. See, it's something like that, but... Oh. No. Okay, so these individuals also tend to be better at architecture, more linguistically talented, and become wealthier after graduating college. People who are left-handed. Oh. So, I was going to say left-brained, but I don't know <laughs> if that's the right side for the architecture and stuff. <laughs> you, sure. Is anybody here left-handed? No. Not me. No. So, so we're poor. We can't see underwater. No wonder I'm struggling. Yeah, see, that's that's <laughs> been the problem all yeah. of your life. So. I know a lot of left-handed people. I can throw I'm going to go out now. of my comfort zone. I'm going to I'm going to start writing left-handed. There you go. My career will skyrocket. Your right. vision underwater will improve. <laughs> You're listening to Career Talk Series XM Channel 132. We're going to go to Brent in Florida. Brent, welcome to the show. It's on your mind today. I really like the idea of reaching out to old connections. The biggest problem is finding that icebreaker to reach out to somebody that you haven't talked to in a while, and I found the solution. Oh. If you have over 365 connections, it means there's a great chance that it's one of their birthdays. So I usually find, like, go through Facebook and see whose birthday it is and reach out to them and wish them a happy birthday and see how things are going, and it's a perfect icebreaker. So, yeah, so birthdays, but also, Brent, especially on LinkedIn, you reminded me that, that it tracks anniversaries and I mean, there's so many things, and literally, you have to click one button, one button to just have that thing pop up and say, hey, happy birthday, or hey, happy anniversary. What, what I would say, I do this every day. It's part of my everyday routine. You know, LinkedIn does it, like you said, with birthdays, anniversaries, and Facebook does it with birthdays. And I can't say I do it 100% of the time, but people will know when you're making that one click. What I would suggest to the caller and everyone else is that add a word or two. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, Sally. You know, or something Agreed. that doesn't make it click. Oh, I, I did a lot. I went click. Oh, you know, that, that's better than nothing. But if you're going to do it, add a name, add, add something a name, else. How are your kids? Yeah. Looks like you got a promotion. Yeah. Which yeah. takes two seconds. Yes. So now you have to take two seconds. Yes. So. I mean, there's so many easy ways. Find one. This is my challenge to you. Find 
something you can do every day for 10 minutes, for five minutes, once a week for an hour, however it fits into your time frame. But do reach out to your dormant contacts in your life. Get creative. Don't talk yourself out of it. When your mind starts saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, what if I, what if they, what happens if? Forget yeah. that. Crush that. Crush yes. that and just do it. Hear my voice. Do it. Wow. Yeah. Do it. God, did God come in? The- <laughs> just start. I'm going to just start. Yeah. I'm going to do it with you. And I want to hear all of the amazing things that happen in your life. When you just start to do this one thing, you will be shocked. Brent, thank you so much for giving us a call on Career Talk. And I know you're so good at, at liking my Instagram stuff. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being a follower of, of the show. We really appreciate it. Hey, we are getting to the end of the show. I know it goes by so quickly. So what final advice as we wrap up? In the last minute, Bob and Marty, do you have for encore careers? Yeah, I would say it. it I think it started with, with Marty talking about you know uh, planning and not panicking. In my opinion, and I think I said this earlier on, was that let let life come to you. Don't do anything for a while. Um, I tell people this in outplacement too. Just relax. You're, you're, you're stressed. You're not sure about what's going on. Don't do anything for a while. And then just see what comes. You give yourself at least three months, six months. If you don't have to work, just see what happens. Talk to people. Uh, get a little more involved with social media and, and with people face-to-face. Okay, quick. Believe in your worth. Believe that there are lots of opportunities out there because there are. And one last time, where can people reach you guys? Anywhere in social media, Bob Courtright. Bob Courtright. Marty Wolf, the same thing, social media, but Marty Wolf Business Solutions, and Wolf was spelled W-O-L-F-F. We love having you here on Career Talk. Thank you for all of the great advice that you've imparted onto our listeners, but mostly for making this show so fun. Michelle and Dion, you guys rule. And for all you left-handers out there... We appreciate we appreciate all the architecture that you've built in this world. Hey, we are doing Switcher Fest for six weeks. All types of switchers. If you've missed any of the episodes, you can find them on iTunes and Player FM. And we look forward to coming here each and every week. So thank you to all of our listeners and callers who support the show. Career Talk Series XM Channel One Thirty Two. We will see you next time. The road is